Joan has he's he's very he's a happy a happy kid. You know he he loved to joke and you know play jokes on you and stuff like that. So very you know happy kid. You know and now what school did Joan attend? High school. Juwan attended Murrah High School. I mean, uh, among other schools that he attended, you know, through the junior high, and but he um, li- he went to Murrah High School. Okay, was he a senior or had he already graduated? Juwan actually didn't graduate from school. Um, I don't know. Something happened to him. I noticed the change in Juwan about when he around seventeen, mm. and. Um, but I wasn't, like, I didn't really know because I, Juwan lived here. I was living at the time in at Montgomery, Alabama. Right. So, but I noticed a kind of change in him. He kind of, like, grew distant a little bit. Um, he, to me, I would think maybe had some type, some depression going on. But also, he had something that he was, like, holding on to that he would not tell anybody. Right, right, right. And I often question him, like, what what's going on? Like, you can tell mama, like, I will never judge you. And he never told me, right. you know. And parents have that intuition. They can see um, when something's bothering us. And uh, most of the time, we can easily chalk that up to that's teenagers being teenagers. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find themselves. But uh, I know your spirit told you that something was weighing heavy on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know this may be difficult to talk about, but let's discuss that that fateful day. Um, I want to know, had you spoken to Juwan that day? And also, um, what was going on when you got that call and what was said? Um, well, before I got the call, like, Juwan and I talked every single day. Like, I was going to save his life no matter what course. I wanted to run it, too. Um, I, because we talked every day, I talked to him actually earlier that day of the first, when, before he got killed. So, before he was murdered. So, um, but on Saturday, Juan called me, I was actually out of town, and, um, he said to me, he was so happy. He was like, so happy, like, more happy than in the norm and I didn't even think anything different like something was going to happen to him I, he called me and um, of course as he always mom can you send me some money and I was like sure and um, and he you know he just kept telling me I love you I love you lady lady I love you was and that normal for him to say it so many times? no that wasn't normal and looking back I wish I could have held on the phone a little longer the last thing he asked was, Mom, you gonna get me down there for Christmas? And I said, What are you talking about, boy? You come you coming down with your sister. You know, I was excited, you know, because it was gonna also be the first time that I would have almost all my kids together. You know, um, Juwan lived with his father. Uh, his father raised him. Uh, due to some decisions and challenges that I made in my life, I didn't raise him. But I was very much a part of his life. And um, when I, he called me that Sunday about 
five o'clock that evening and he said, Mom, these people call me into work because Juwan had a job. Um, he was working for UPS and he was working at Popeye's Chicken. So he said, Mom, these people call me into work. Can you send me some money? And I said, okay. So I sent it to him and then I texted him back. I said, did you eat? And he says, no, I was going to ask you to give me money for food. I said, no problem. And um, that was it. And I want to say this, um, that night, I I couldn't sleep and I woke up, I would never forget, it was like around 1, 103, because I called a friend of mine and I said, I'm having a nightmare and I can't sleep and I just need you to stay on the phone with me while I sleep. Mm. And what the nightmare was, was that I heard a gunshot. I saw him fall. And then I saw him ride off in the car smiling. And not even knowing the connection. This was before you were told anything? Before I was told anything. Wow. And the friend that was I was on the phone with that asked to stay on the phone with me while I sleep because he was a truck driver. So I was just, uh, I got up the next morning, but, you know, something was strange about that morning. Like I had a peace, like, and I woke up and I prayed. And I got dressed for work and I went about my, I put money on Juwan's card because I, I created him a, a cash out. Right. And I put money on the card and, you know, normally I would call him, but I didn't that morning. Um, about, about one that afternoon, that's when I, I got a call from his cousin saying, have you talked to uh, Juwan's father? Because, and I was like, no. And I was like, what's wrong? And she she wouldn't tell me, she hesitated for a minute. I said, you need to tell me what's going on right now. And she said, you once been shot. And I went crazy. And so, I didn't know that he wasn't gonna pull through. I went home and I sat there for a minute and I just prayed. And then I got myself together collectively and I got on the highway and I drove to Jackson. Still not even knowing that my baby wasn't gonna pull it And um, when I got here, it was on life support. And um, I prayed for him. And I slept in the room with him that night because in my mind, I knew God wasn't going to take my son right then. I knew it, but they had one more test to do on him. And I prayed to God that he would respond, and he didn't. And I had to make a decision to take my baby off like some or, wow. and, um, you know, the pain is so great. Like, people say, I understand, you know, like, no. You know, it, it doesn't compare to even losing your mom. I feel like a piece of my soul has been snatched away from me. I think about him every single day. There is not a day that go by. I wake up with him on my mind. 
with him on my mind throughout my day. I'm thinking about him. And that's why I'm asking for justice. And I put out Facebook posts. Thank you so much for reaching out to me because I feel like at that point, like I couldn't do nothing else, you know, but put out the post. And then I saw a messenger that day that you reached out to me. And um, I'm forever grateful. You know, I know now I understand mothers who have lost their child. I understand, you know, and I wouldn't wish that on anyone. And for somebody to just take your child's life, you know, knowing that he got a sister, he has brothers, he has cousins, he has a family, he has a father, he has a mother that would go to bats for him. And that's why when you reached out to me, I didn't hesitate to take off work and to be here because people need to know that justice needs to be served. You know, people need to be held accountable when they are taking people's lives. You know, I know God sees everything. But more importantly, like, justice just has to be served. You know, like, it has to. I can't sleep at night, you know, thinking about my son. It's been... Since that happened, you know, I have like so many restless nights, you know. Um, if anybody knows anything, like help me. Please. Help Juwan, you know, he was my baby and he was his dad baby. And we miss him, we love him. And I, I just feel like I know um, finding the murder the person that did this, it won't bring Juwan back. But I think about the mothers or the person that did it and think they got away. Right. Okay, so if you feel like that it was so um, easy for you to do and get away with it, what if they take it upon themselves to do it to somebody else's child exactly. or do it again? Exactly. You know, and so that's why it's so important to me. Yes, I want to know who did that to Juwan, but I also want to prevent that from happening to somebody else's kid. You know, that same person could be, you know, looking to do that to somebody else's child just because they got away with it. Yes, ma'am. That's why um, I wanted to reach out so you don't have to thank me uh, or my assistant, Crystal. Um, yes. We just know that this could be any of us in this situation. And uh, like I say, the pain of burying a child, like, I can't imagine it. I don't want to imagine it. That's why I try to do everything in my power to um, get you some type of comfort, some type of consolation, the relief in the process. Um, speaking to the public, like I told you in the beginning, I admire your strength. How are you able to continue during this time? How are you able to stay strong? How are you able to continue to fight? You know, most people have a, a spiritual source that they go to. What, what keeps you going? Well, you know, as we talked earlier prior to us airing, um, God is my greatest source and strength. Um, because of my own story, my life, um, I never knew how to give up on life. And even now, 
fighting for Juwan. You know, um, I use that same resilience that I took for my own life, and I I now channel that to finding justice for Juwan. I don't know how to give up. You know, all I know how to do is fight. And that's why I'm here today, like fighting for Juwan, because I just want to have some closure, you know, um, and finding out what happened to him. And for the person that's responsible for, for his murder, what do you want them to know? I want them to know. First, they need to know they did not break you. That's right. They did not break me. In fact, it built me even stronger. You know, I thought I was strong because of overcoming life challenges that I faced, you know, in the past. But it's made me stronger as a person, you know, um, because of my own story. You know, like, it didn't break me. In fact, it built me. And that's all I know how to do is just fight. What kind of public do to help you in this situation? I would like for the public... If anyone knows anything, like to speak out, like to come forward, you just think about it as if this was your your brother, your sister, your family member, your cousin, you know, and come forward, you know, because it could be that the tables could turn or might turn. And God forbid that you wouldn't have to experience or be sitting here in the same seat that I'm sitting in today, you know. For me, I I know that God sees everything, but if I knew something like that, that it could help save somebody else's life, then that that would be the best gift that I could give to anyone is to come forth, to tell, you know, because to me, I feel like if you know something and you don't tell, you're just as guilty as the person that did it, you know, so why not? You know, come forth. Why not help me find closure? Why not just do the right thing? Just speak up. Just come forth. And even if you don't want to do it, you know, like publicly, you can do it anonymously. You know, it's about finding justice. And it's about me finding some peace so that I can continue to live my life and allow you one to live too. How has your interaction been with law enforcement? What are we hearing from them? It's been a struggle because, um, like I call them every day, like, and I've been being a detective as well. Like I'm on the Facebook. Um, you know, there are some suspects, um, People have been talking, but they just won't come forth and tell the whole truth. So those suspects that we are looking at, that they are looking at, um, you know, I, I try to find out more information for them. Everything that I know that that I do get some information of, I share with the law enforcement. I feel like there's more that they could do. I feel like that they're not doing enough. And I'm sorry, but I even told that to the detective that maybe this job is too big for you. Wow. You know, because, um, you know, this is my son you're talking about, you know, and, but they, I'm, 
now they're starting to kind of like give me information, but I still feel like as the police department, I watch first 48 hours, you know, like I see all this stuff and I'm calling the detective and I'm like, hey, you know, pull his phone records, look on the tower, see where he's coming from. Um, You know, we got his records, phone record to see who called him that night, you know, but of course it wasn't, he really never, Juan kind of became a loner, you know, doing those times too. So it wasn't like he had, it was people calling there, it was mainly my phone number, his dad, his grandmother, because that's who he relied on. But um, I feel like the Jackson Police Department could be doing more um, with all that information that I did give. I want to say this. Say it. That night, when when Jawan passed, we got my daughter got a um, a messenger that this guy had put out this post on Facebook, and and he said some things that that kind of raised a flag with us. Like, you know, I don't want to say, but like, you know found them slumped over on 55, right? Mm. So people started to comment and then he took it down and he tried to say that it was a rap uh, rap song, mm. right? And so, uh, of course, you know, my daughter was able to get a screenshot of it. Right, right. So I did turn that in to the uh, detective. And then, then I got some more information of a guy that Jawan was friends with that had it in for him. And this stuff goes back all the way to middle school. And that was so crazy. And about two days before Jawan was murdered, he cut his hair off. So that was another suspect, you know, that we, you know, that I thought because of that and then said he now lives in Louisiana. The, oh, no, the, other, the other guy it's posted like now he lives in Louisiana right. as if he wasn't here so he's trying to change his identity seem like yes. relocate yes yes and you know and I've talked to the detectives and I'm like you need to be talking to these guys you know as much as I see on TV and I'm thinking like okay you should be able to call these guys in like I know you have to have probable cause but if you've gotten that kind of evidence, you know, at least it raises suspicion right. that you will at least want to look into it. Right. You know, even if you didn't get the truth, you know, but at least, you know, you started, you know, looking into it. And uh, it's been a slow process. And that's why I play the detective so much. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on their pages. Like, I'm watching you. Most mothers are detectives anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I use my motherly instinct, you know. And, um, but yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're not asking for justice. We're begging for justice. Yes. Like I said before, this could easily be any one of us, uh, especially with kids. So, with all the crime that's going on today, man, let's join together, spread the word, and find some justice for Miss Tolbert. And... Overall, man, let's just start showing more love to each other. There's no situation that can't be hashed out by talking uh, or scrapping. Put the guns down, you know. Um, There's no coming back from losing your life. Stop the violence. Stop the killing. Um, 
continue to share, spread the word this episode. We will find justice for Jawan and any others that's out there and their homicides are unsolved. Totally unacceptable. If you know something, say something. Get out that street mentality bull. It's time to start saving our people. Anything else you would like the audience to know before we wrap it up? Um, other than um, I'm actually um, wanting to get ready to start a walk, and it's called Walking for Justice. And it's in honor, uh, in memory of Jawan Talbert, my son. And the walk is for to stop the violence, to come together and join hands and and stand for justice. So um, I'm also going to be coming down and attending the city council meeting um, so that we can get this walk set up and started. And um, Juwan has a birthday coming up in April. April the 14th, Juwan will make 20 years old. So my goal is that we have everything set up and in motion to do that um, on Juwan's birthday. So if you're here and you're listening, please come out and support justice. Remember, it's not just about what happened to Juwan, but it could be you, someone in your child, someone in your family, your cousin, you know, your son, your daughter, you know. So if you're watching, um, just come out and support and walk for justice. We need to come together as a as a community, as a city, right. as a city. Like I'm, I don't live here, but there's I've been getting so many calls about the different crimes here in Jackson, you know? And why not we come together rather than um, tear each other apart? Together we can grow stronger. So powerful. You know? And, um, yeah, just bring the justice, help bring justice. Well, definitely, if there's anything we can do to help you with the walk, uh, you got my information, just reach out. Thank you. I'll be willing to help you in any way possible. if you want to shout out to her, send her some love, man, on her page. Just post her, post on her page, encourage her, continue to support her, and let her know that you're fighting with her in whatever capacity you're doing that in. Um, I thank y'all once again for taking time out your day to tune in to keep to the city media. We're steady growing, we're steady building up a community, and we're steady shining light on injustices such as this. I'm your can folk, young, and this is Miss Tanja Tober, and we're doing this for Jawan Tober. Fly high, my guy. We love you. Thank you.